Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. Very privileged, very pleased to introduce you to the Acting Council General of Israel in New York, Ambassador Israel Nitsan, who is Acting Council General. He's also uh, been involved in the ministry as Minister Council for Political Affairs, the permission of the Israel to the United Nations. He spoke before the UN Security Council. He served in the Foreign Ministry and other capacities, and also in the Arms Control Department, the Southeastern Department, Center for Policy Research, focusing on the Islamic world. In fact, he speaks English, Hebrew, and Arabic. Mr. Ambassador, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, sir. Happy to be here. And thank you, Joanna. Your life must be easy because you speak Hebrew and English, so you can be the actor in New York, but you also speak Arabic, and today that's in vogue because of all the Abrahamic Accords, right? All the agreements with the Arab countries that are flowing in. Yes, yes. Well, I, I do not use my, my Arabic here very often. Um, I, I served uh, in, in, in Egypt, in Cairo. I served the two terms, uh, five years altogether. So uh, uh, I, I think that the, the, the Middle Eastern, let's say, aspect of our work is very, very close to my heart. Um, and, and I think that we're witnessing a, a uh, really a historic uh, development, something that is, you know, at least the, the, the Abraham Accords uh, between, between Israel and the, and the UAE, uh, um, I, I, I think that it was a natural development um, uh, with when Israelis and, and especially Emiratis had, you know, let's say, in the last two decades, interactions. Uh, also, us, also us as diplomats, I, I worked at the UN and I had a very good dialogue with uh, with diplomats uh, from uh, from the Gulf. Um, and and in many ways, as I said, it is natural, but at the same time, it's a historic. It has an historic magnitude. Um, also, you know, in, in, in last week, in addition to the to the UAE and, and Bahrain, uh, Morocco also expressed it in its intention to normalize the relations with Israel, um, as well as Sudan. That is a very important development. Uh, it's a former proxy of of Iran, um, and at least according to the news that I read this today. From, from the region, from the Middle East, it seems that uh, Sudan decided to revoke the citizenship of Hamas leader Khaled Mashal. So they really turned their back uh, to our enemies, and they joined this uh, this uh, uh, this uh, um, camp of of, of peace. Um, and I think that uh, that um, the idea, our idea, is to. Uh, to expand and to, to formalize those, the circles of, of, of peace and cooperation in, in, in the region. You have, today you have two camps, and the line is very clear. You have the camp of peace, in which Israel joins the, the UAE and Bahrain and Morocco, in addition to Egypt and Jordan. Uh, Saudi Arabia is, is, is a, in, the, in, the, in the background, uh, actually as the main, one of the main uh, Let's say uh, uh, the main forces pushing to uh, to this process of uh, of normalization. So this is the camp of peace. On the other hand, you have the camp of war or terrorism led by led by Iran and its proxies, Hezbollah and Hamas and all the rest. And what we're trying to do is basically to 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 uh, um, we do not perceive this as as a closed let's say group. So we want to open it to more. Members to have more members of the of the of the region uh, joining us, joining this uh, this camp of, of peace, the circle of peace, uh, in order to, to 
first of all to, to support and to assist the uh, uh, the well-being of uh, of the people in the region, and this is something that is that is very important. And we we really hope to uh, our plan is to bring these efforts also here uh, and to work here uh, in uh, in New York and in the United States. You mentioned uh, New York. On a practical level, obviously, there's diplomatic relations, and you have, from what I understand, 40,000 Israelis just in the month of December have been booked to go to Dubai, which is it's a, it's a great number. It's a very large number. But on a practical level here in New York, what does these diplomatic relations that Israel has mean for you? Are you in touch with other council generals from Morocco, from UAE, from Bahrain, Sudan? How does it affect you here in New York? First of all, we should say that this is uh, the Abraham Accords were facilitated and were sponsored and and, and promoted by by the uh, by the American administration and uh, and we appreciate first of all very much the uh, uh, the support given to us by uh, by by the uh, by the uh, by the administration. We and I have to say that that we were encouraged to to see and and of course we appreciate very much. Uh, the very vast bipartisan support uh, that was given to the agreement um, here in the United States and, and also clear statements of commitment by different uh, leaders in the, in the American uh, uh, political system uh, that basically expressed their commitment to, uh, to support these, uh, these peace efforts. Um, so, so it's very natural to, to uh, at least to, uh, to work here together with, uh, with our American friends. Um, here, um, I, I developed a, a very close and a very friendly uh, relationship uh, and friendship with the, the Consul General of the, of the United Arab Emirates, uh, my, my new friend, uh, Abdallah Shaheen. We reached out to the, uh, to the, uh, the Consulate of, uh, of, of Morocco, uh, Bahrain, unfortunately, have no. They have no con. They have. They have no consulate here in in in, in New York. Uh, but we're working uh, with uh, with the UAE in order to amplify this uh, this message. I have to say that they are as eager as we are to uh, to build this relationship and to build uh, and peace. Uh, also, also here in New York, only two days ago. Uh, we, uh, we even uh, lit uh, uh, Hanukkah candles together uh, in an event, uh, a very, sh- a very uh, intimate but but meaningful event, uh, hosted by by Rabbi Josh Stanton from East End Temple, together with uh, uh, Manhattan Borough President uh, Gail Burr, who joined us, and we appreciate it very much, um, as well as uh, Rabbi Michael Miller, the CEO of, the, of JCRC New York. Um, so, so this is just, and this is just the beginning of this of this beautiful friendship. I think that here, and, and this is what we, we discussed with them, we would like to to leverage our presence here in New York to uh, to engage with uh, with the, with the political, with the community, and with the business leadership um, here in order to uh, basically to work together in building peace in the Middle East, and 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 we. We invite we invite the local leadership here uh, to collaborate with us and to contribute to to the peace. We're looking for ways in which we can uh, find areas in in different uh, uh, sectors of, of of innovation and technology, 
for example, one one of the one of the most natural topics is is is, is and, and it's a very wide sector uh, of COVID nineteen dealing or addressing the challenges posed by COVID nineteen these days and and post COVID nineteen. Um, this was I think that the first one of the first uh, uh, interactions between Israeli startups and and Emirati startups was on on areas related to uh, to to COVID nineteen. We have a lot to do, and of course, we have a lot to learn and, co- and to collaborate with uh, with local startups and local uh, high tech and innovation and, and uh, biotech and uh, healthcare health tech uh, tech uh, uh, companies uh, here uh, here in the United States. Um, and and we're basically looking for you know partners here to collaborate with trilaterally. Uh, uh, in a way that would, would again, the whole idea behind the, the Abraham Accords, this is, was, was basically Israel and the United Arab Emirates have given the priority to the well-being of their people. And we work together for the first time, we put politics aside, and we, we look for ways in which we could actually benefit our own peoples. And by the way, through our own peoples also, the peoples in the region and to promote a regional peace process. But finding ways to benefit the, our own people is the key to the relationship. And I think that here we can actually work together with the American leadership. Again, business, technology, innovation, uh, uh, um, also community leaders. And of course, we appreciate very, very much the support given to us by the uh, by the Jewish community. Now, are they interested? Uh, if it wouldn't be covered, were they interested in interacting with the Jewish community? And of course, yes. So, which they is difficult because of COVID right now. It is difficult because of COVID, but but still, you can. I, I think that uh, first of all, they, I think that they 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 acknowledge and and they uh, they appreciate um, the role uh, of of the Jewish community here. Uh, in in New York and in the United States, I think that also uh, listen Jewish leader, Jewish diplomacy um, in many ways paved the way to the agreement. Um, uh, Jewish organizations had interactions with uh, uh, very positive uh, dialogue and uh, and uh, with uh, with the leadership of the UAE. Um, and 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 I think that they they appreciate it and they respect it very much, and they see the potential of of uh, of, of building the relationship with Israel through their engagement uh, with uh, with the Jewish community, and of course we also help them in connecting them uh, to to different Jewish leaders, uh, rabbis, different communities, synagogues, um, as well as the national, of course, the national Jewish organizations here. Where's your way? Israel's ambassador, well, the Israel Council General, New York Ambassador Israel Nitzan. He's the current acting council general. In the few moments we have remaining, how difficult is your job today? Because usually, I know as council general, you would go to different events and be there and reach out to different communities in the New York region with COVID. How has that made your job more complicated? How, did, how are you doing it? I, I, well, COVID, COVID is a challenge for 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 all of us. Um, I, well, at least at least uh, diplomatically, let's say in our engagement. Uh, of course, uh, the first stage was uh, was to uh, to shift our efforts to uh, and to work virtually. So, of course, instead of instead of meetings, you uh, uh, we interact with people via Zoom. If possible, I 
still prefer to meet people, if possible, while practicing social distancing and, and keeping all of us uh, safe. Uh, but, but yes, we, we moved into Zoom. I think that, uh, but it also gave us, it was also an opportunity because um, you can actually, uh, you have no, um, when you work virtually, you can, you can actually invite people from, from Israel to, uh, to interact with, the, with, the, with our friends here. Uh, only uh, two weeks ago, we, we had a, a very special um, webinar um, you know, uh, marking the uh, it's the annual date of uh, of remembrance for the um, to the um, uh, expulsion of uh, and and of of um, of Jews from Arab countries and Iran. So we hosted a special event. It was it was simply beautiful um, with two women, two leaders actually, uh, one in Israel and one here. Here it was uh, uh, Senator Anna Kaplan. Uh, who told her story of uh, uh, as a refugee from from Iran, and in Israel we had Rita, who is a very famous uh, singer. Uh, so you could actually have an interaction of people, uh, 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 of course, uh, a superstar in Israel together with a with a brilliant politician here, and uh, and to have such a such a meaningful dialogue on a topic that is that is very high on on our agenda. Um, I think that what we're trying to do today is, is also to make an impact on the ground. So even if we cannot interact with people in different social events and receptions and, uh, and public events, uh, we do prioritize working with community leaders here um, in, uh, uh, in New York uh, from diverse communities. Um, we, what we're doing is basically connecting Israeli nonprofit leaders, uh, um, Israeli civil society uh, nonprofits, with uh, with local community leaders here. Uh, we know that communities here um, face the same challenges as in Israel. Uh, the solutions may be different. In Israel, there is a very vivid and very active societal ecosystem in which uh, nonprofits develop their own solutions to to the problems of, of the communities. Uh, we're very proud of it, and I think that, that there is a very significant and a very important added value that we can bring here. Uh, we've made several, we've facilitated several uh, such uh, Zoom meetings and telephone calls between between um, uh, Israelis and local community leaders here, in which they discuss, you know, topics like empowering youth at risk and dealing with uh, with uh, with post trauma, uh, for example, following uh, shooting incidents and 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 gun uh, and uh, gun violence here, we have a lot to share, and this is what we're trying to do. So we're trying also to touch people on the ground, even without being there. But the fact of the matter is that you can actually facilitate such a such dialogues. This is very meaningful and very important for us. Ambassador Israel Nitzan, Israel's Acting Council General here on Earth, thank you for being here with us. We look forward to having you back again, and certainly there's a lot of important work to do. Your job is more complicated because of Zoom, but you're still doing what needs to be done, and we appreciate that, and look forward to having you join us again very, very soon. Thank you very much, Evan. Chag Sameach, and, and, and please stay well and healthy. And I wish you all uh, all the best and, and happy holidays. You too. And we're going to be right back.